Sound effects in this podcast is brought to you by Festlian Studios, BattleBars.com, and Pro Sound, and some of them are made by the Dungeon Master himself. This show is R-rated, so everybody be advised. Hey guys, welcome back to Nordic D&D, the Ariana Saga. My name is John, and I am your host, Dungeon Master, and narrator in this Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Welcome to episode 17. If you are new to the channel, be sure to go to episode 0 where you can find out what this podcast is all about. Yes, it is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, but it has a twist. It's a bit different than what you're used to. You are more enlightened than anywhere. You know more than the heroes. You know exactly what will go on. But of course, there's room for surprise and a little secrecy, of course. Hope you all are well, guys, in this COVID times. This is a great time to listen to podcasts when you go for a run or when you do other things. But in this episode, we are going to continue with Sovan Wilferen. And in just a moment, we will be getting to Camp Lore. But first, in a realm of its own, where time stands still, the god of death comes to visit one he has tormented for a long time. Cyrus No! Yes! Begone! God of Death cast a spell to give Cyrus Queen a reason, a purpose once more. Purpose! 
Rumina is planning and scheming. What has he done? Well, we just have to continue to listen to find that out. Anyway, now we're gonna go back to Somalfaren, but first let's have a stop at Camp Lore. Grandfather, are there any other gods who have tried to enter Ariana? Like the god of death, Grumina? Well, yes, boy. Two of the gods have in their way always been here. Bushka, the god of the earth, flows in its creation. And Malra, in the essence of life, blessings, prayer and joy of the people. I see. But are not the other gods here as well in that aspect? Ignitus, when we are at war, they show anger and into fire and flames. And even Grimna, in the shadows, and in the feeling of fright and despair, and even in the passing of time, thinking of age and how things pass from life to death. Indeed, little one, you are becoming very wise. But the difference is, Pushka and Valdra were content in being among his followers in that way, as it is meant. But Grimna wanted to push the other gods out, so that only his essence and presence are left in Ariana. A world covered in shadow of death and despair. He calls it Sikaron, the dead world of Ariana. That is why he tries to come here from time to time. But what of Ignitus? Is he content like the other gods? You didn't mention him. You said once that he saw the ways of Grimna and believed that he would be more successful than Grimna to enter Ariana. Has he tried? He has, yes. It is called the Ariana Tear. What does that mean? Well, unlike Grimna, who uses his minions to enter Ariana, Ignitus tried to tear his way by brute force through the realms. It was a cataclysm of outer realm earthquakes. It even moved the islands of Morrow around in Ariana. And even breaking some of the islands apart. That is for example why the land of Morrow is called the island of Morrow to this day. Even though it is a part of the mainland of Gideon. I see. Did it work? No. Tearing his way through the plains by force could not be done. But a decade after the earthquakes had stopped, and Ariana had taken a completely new form as it looks today, portals began to appear, and demons, fiends and devils started to be seen in Ariana. But Ignitus himself has never been seen. Hey nerds, well I don't know from which platform you're listening, but I know for a fact that Spotify does not leave you room for comments, but there's always a way to do that if you go to our YouTube channel called The Nerd Hangout, there you can also hear the podcast as well. Then there is iTunes Stitcher, there you can leave comments about the show. So tell me, 
What do you think, guys? And it would be cool to see where you're actually listening from. Where in the world does Nordic D&D reach your ears? Tell us, guys. Anyway, it is time to meet Sovan Wilferen back in the tomb of the Nocturnal Cree. Things did not look so good for Sovan. The dead had began to rise and become alive, and he was on the run. He had come to a dead end. There were coffins around, and the dead were on his tail. Let's go see what happens next with Sovan Wilferen. So yeah, like I said, you're in this room, there are two ropes hanging from the roof, there are coffins all around, there are tools, and there seems to be no way out. The dead are right behind you, closing in. Okay, I will run towards uh, the ropes, and try to pull myself up. Yes, as you pull on one of the ropes, you see that the other one goes up, and you just stand still. You cannot pull yourself up on the rope. If you pull yourself up on the rope, uh, you just stand still and you pull the other end up. Okay. Um, I will try to see if I can find anything to tie one of the ends of the rope to, so it doesn't, so it holds. Uh, um, uh, how do you say? If it, so, it can support my weight. Yeah, like I said, you have steel candles in there, holders. You have planks. You have. Uh, hammer, tools, nails, you have coffins. So describe to me exactly what do you mean. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I will try and nail the rope to a coffin. I don't think that will require a check, just to nail. Uh, uh, okay. As you jump on the rope, you feel that the coffin just. Uh, you lift the co coffin, you move the coffin, and you lift the coffin instead of it lifting you. Oh, that's one light coffin. Um, okay, I will fill the coffin with uh, with uh, three planks and uh, and the two uh, uh, what's it called? Candle holders. Okay, I will fill the coffin with wood and uh, the two candle holders and anything that can uh, can add more weight. Okay. Yes, and as you do so, you see now the. That they are the the undead are arguing who to enter the room first. They're almost trying to push each other out of the way to enter the room. And as you um, jump on the rope, can you an athletics check to see how you bet, how good you climb it? Can I choose to do acrobatics instead? Acrobatics would be fine. Yeah. Twenty. Okay. You pull yourself, and the chest now seems to hold your weight. Uh, and you go up the rope. Uh, it's a bit. It's 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 um, almost the same height as the other room you were in. So it has you have to go 60 feet to come up. Okay. And as you come to the rope, you see that the, now the undead are, are standing at your feet, uh, pushing the rope, trying to just grab your feet as you go by. And then you come to an upper room. And when you come to this upper room, it seems extremely quiet compared to what you have encountered downstairs. Can you make me a perception check as you come to this room? Okay. Uh, three. Um, 
you, you don't seem like you can see any specific specific things in this room. It's very dark. There's no light source. Uh, what you can see with your passive perception and what you can feel that it is very closed up. Um, there are there seems like there'll be almost no air in here, so tight it is. And you see some limbs, like in so many other rooms here, sticking out of the wall and skeleton remains lying on the floor, but you can't see anything specific, you can't even see a door. Okay, <clears throat> I will light up my dagger again. And I will try to walk around the room to see if I can find any type of exit. As you walk around the room, you see there are skeleton remains all over. And the walls are dirt all around except for one side, which seems to be brick, bricked up. Okay. Um, I will walk towards the bricks and see if, if it looks like there's any of the bricks that can be pushed in like some kind of secret door. Can you roll um investigations check for me? Yeah, 22. Okay. Uh, as you try to put your hands on these bricks, you feel, of course, the concrete is, is dry, uh, very dry. Uh, so it's been bricked up for a long time. You see on the ground that there are scratch marks um, from the middle of the room where you come up and through the bricks like there was something moved once in time that way so that has once been an open way out um, you push all the bricks mm. it doesn't seem like there's a bottom or uh, a lever or anything that opens up but as you push one of the bricks you push it through the wall because the concrete is old and becoming weak okay I will try and look through the uh, uh, the open slot where the brick was to see if there's if there's any uh, um, immediate danger inside the other room or whatever it is it seems really quiet and you can only see darkness to be honest you can't see anything worth knowing well the wall is seemingly weak, so I will try to back up and cast Eldritch Blast. Can you roll an attack for me? Oh, uh, 12. As you uh, shoot your Eldritch Blast on it, um, it seems that you hit an area on the wall that is harder than the first. So the, the ray just hits the wall and it doesn't do anything with it. Okay, I will try to hit the first again. Yeah. Will another attack? 26. 26. Can you roll damage? 12. Okay. This time when you hit Andrew's Blast, you hit the same spot where you pushed the brick out. And it breaks and cracks the wall, but it does not break completely through. Okay. Um... Yeah, we'll try one last time. Yeah, roll an attack. 
25. You definitely hit it. And 8 damage. 8 damage. This time when you shoot it, you uh, blow it apart and the bricks fall on each other. And you have opened a way out or into the next chamber. I will try and um, cautiously walk into the next chamber with my lighted dagger. In the next room, it is a room like the first one you entered, with the coffins and a pillar in the middle. But this pillar that had a vase in the other room is broken. And there are only two coffins in this room, and the others are also broken. And in those coffins that are broken, the skeletons are so old, they're almost dust. And doesn't seem to be any door anywhere. Okay, so the pillar is broken, it's around uh, otherwise empty room besides the coffins. Exactly. Okay, I will try to go over and check the coffins for... And as you look around the, in the room, you still have your uh, lighted dagger, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. As you check the rooms, you turn around with your daggers and then you turn almost completely around to the room that you just came from. And there you see two creatures standing looking at you. As your blade goes around their heads, they're standing about 10 to 20 feet away from you. Roll initiative. Oh. Okay. 14. Yes. Like I said, as you turn around, uh, looking uh, at the room, you your blade is standing in front of you, and you see these two creatures standing in front of you, and they are not completely bone, but have flesh on them. Like, the soil they've been buried in has kept the flesh fresh somehow. And they're moving slowly against you, and it is your initiative turn. Uh, first of all, I will cast arm of Agathus on myself and I'll gain okay five for each spell slot so that will be I gain 20 temporary hit points okay and every time they attack me they will take 20 cold damage is that an action yes and I think that's all I can do okay um, then you see this uh, one creature dragging his leg against you and he tries to jump at you and hit you slamming his hands at you and that's only a uh, 11 to hit 11 does not hit okay so he he um, tries to hit you and you easily avoid his attack by stepping on one of the side and as he misses you and turns away from you, you see the other one coming right behind him and trying to grab you and hit you as well. Uh, he has a 20 to hit, not natural or critical. Yeah, uh, that hits. And then you take a... No, it's only two bludgeoning damage as he shoves his hand in your face. Okay, and in return you will take 20 cold damage from my armor factus. Okay, so as this uh, creature is 
striking you and hitting you. His frost power blows back on him. And he steps back, losing a lot of health, but is still in game. Then it's your turn again. Okay. I will cast Branding Smite on my sword. And I will hit not the one that I just uh, damaged, but the other one. The one who walked past you because he hit, hit, missed you earlier. Yeah, yeah. I will summon Umbra Mortis. And I will try to slash him across the chest. Can you roll an attack? Let's say eight, 18 to hit. That definitely hits. Okay. And... I, w I will uh, swing with both hands. For thirty six damage. Damn, man. 36 damage. Well, you'll slaughter him. Do you want to describe how? Yeah, I, uh, I lift my sword up to the air, casting uh, Branding Smite on it, and I will just try and step and straight through the heart. It just cut outwards. So he, he falls apart, and you, feel, you see, like, energy leaving the body like a black soul sucking into your sword as you do so yes and i will use my second attack to attack the one right in front of me or, or yeah the other one let's uh, say 17 to hit well definitely hits and both hands again Ah, oh, that's not that's good. That is a eight. It kills that one as well. Ooh, nice. Okay, so my armor of Agathis, it's one hour. So I still have that uh, effect on me. Okay, yeah. So these creatures make one attack on you each. And as soon as your turn come backward, you strike both of them down in a blink of a second. And you can still hear in the room in front of you scratching and noise, but you can't see anything yet. But the silence that was before is not anymore. You hear something trying to loosen itself from, from the walls. Okay, in the other room with the two coffins? No, in the room where you came up on, from the, uh, this, the floor hole that you climbed up. Through. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they're trying. So they're trying to come through the walls, not up through the hole, right? No. These things seems like they are buried in the ground and trying to loosen themselves to enter this chamber. Okay. Uh, I will run towards the other chamber again and try to check out the coffins to see if there's anything. Uh, other than the uh, skeleton bones inside. Can you roll an investigation check for me? Yes, 19. Okay, 
No. Um, sorry, so you look through the coffins and it almost falls apart when you touch them because this room has been sealed off for so long. Um, you, you see nothing but corpses or skeleton remains in finer clothes and if you, even if you just touch the skull, it turns to, to dust. There's been no air in this room for a long time. And you feel yourself actually very um, hard for you to breathe. The coffins contain nothing of use for you. Okay. And uh, the pillar is broken down. Um, do I see anything, anything on the walls? If I, if, I, if I take a look around, if there's any secret exits or anything. So you check the walls? Yeah. So after inve- investigating the chests, you feel nothing. And you move on investigating the walls. Like checking, pushing on them, tapping on them, and you come to one single wall that has a different sound compared to all the others. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So it feels like so it feels hollow inside. Exactly. Okay. I will try to, you know, just by force, just smash my fist against it to see if it gives in, as the room seems rather fragile. Can you roll a strength check? Six. Um, by just using your hands, you, you, you hit the wall, but it, it doesn't break, but it cracks, but it doesn't break. Okay. I'm too weak, I need to use my magic power, so I will back and I will shoot the Eldritch Blast. Roll an attack. Which isn't strong enough. Uh, the first attack is a 12. The first beam. And the second beam is a 26. The second beam definitely hits. And that's 15 damage. 15 damage. So it, it, it breaks open in the size of um, half a meter. In a, di- as a diameter or a round. Yeah. Understand? Yes, I understand. So it's not completely broken through, but it's a hole. First of all, I will take my dagger, put light on it, and stick it inside the hole. And look to see if there's any uh, immediate danger in the room. Um, As you take your knife, stick it inside, and look... You're standing face to face with something that grabs your face. Ow. And clawing at it. And you take seven slashing damage on your face and roll initiative. Ouch. Okay, as they claw my face, they will take 20 cold damage. 20 cold damage. Yep. Can you roll initiative? And my initiative ooh that's a 20 20 initiative okay so as you stick your head inside and you hold your dagger to light it up you see something grab in your face and it's very cold and hard by the feel of it it scratches your face so you take damage um, and you back up and this thing breaks through the rest of the wall and steps outside then it's your turn hello there uh, what does this thing look like 
Uh, it looks like some kind of statue. Oh. It has wings, the shape of a half man dragon. Damn. Alright. Okay, so if it looks like a statue, I'm gonna assume that it is vulnerable to blast damage. So I will try an Eldritch Blast hit in the face. Yeah, another own attack. Ew! Uh, the first one's a natural one. First beam. So it hits beside it. And this <laughs> uh, the second beam is a 13. 13 does not hit it. Okay, I'm just astonished by the looks of it and I can't focus. Oh shit! Damn it! Yeah, so you miss with your attacks. Uh, it, it steps against you and tries to bite at you. Uh, it, it gets a 14 to hit. 14 does not hit. Okay, so he tries to bite at you and you dart the bite and he tries to swing his hand for another attack at you. And that is a 21 to hit. Ah, bad statue. It does hit. So he claws at you and you take 7 slashing damage as it claws through your chest. And it takes 20 cold damage. Yes. Yeah. Okay. As you uh, see that it claws, pointy nails scratch your chest. Its limbs are struck with your cold damage and blows his hand back. And you see it, the sculpture thing is cracking up, but it's not completely broken. Your turn. Okay. I will summon my uh, Umbra Mortis and I will try to slash towards the cracks to see if I can break them. Roll an attack. Uh, 19, the first attack. It hits. I'll just roll both attacks straight away. 19 and oh, uh, 15. They both hit. Okay. Okay, so the first one is 12 damage. The first hit. And the second is 9. That's enough to kill it. Ah, okay. So as you hit it with, uh, with your sword Umbra Mortis, you hit it right in the crack. <laughs> okay, let's paraphrase that. How do you want to do it? Uh, I will try to chop his hand up. The hand that it tried to scratch me with. And for the second attack, I will try to cut its head off. I don't know if I'm tall enough, but I will do it. You are tall enough. So as you hit the head, it falls to the ground and it breaks and the entire sculpture body breaks as well. Yeah. scary and then you hear like something falling onto the ground in the room from where you came from the from the floor okay Dunk. and you he hear more noises oh, stop it coming against you okay okay I will swiftly turn around to see 
what a danger is. You see a, a half uh, a corpse clawing itself on the floor against you. Okay, I will try to head for the other room from where the statue came. Okay, when you enter this room, you see that it it's you see a, there's a chest standing there, and this sculpture gargoyle thing that you fought off was like standing on top of it. You can see the markings where the foot, uh, where its foot has been, and its arms were around. And it's very narrow. The only thing you can see when you come that when you lift your head like over the chest is that there's a wall right behind the chest and there's a crack in it and you see some light coming between the cracks into this hollow room. So this room is, is very small. It's like the size of a big chest maybe, uh, two meters wide, uh, one meter high and barely two meters in depth. Okay. And I can see light, and there's a chest, a thin chest. Yes, like you, you, you lift yourself up to get in this room that you broke through your way in through, and you see the chest in front of you, and when you lift your head like over the chest, you see on the wall right behind the chest that it's a bit cracked, and there's light coming from the other side. Okay, so this chest, is it uh, locked? You can try and open it. Yeah, okay, I'll try and open it. It's not locked. I will try to turn my attention to the thing that's crawling towards me. Is there only the one? Uh, you can hear other voices, scratching sounds, and coming from behind it as well. And it seems to be numbering up. Okay. Um, I will try to open the chest uh, with my crowbar. Okay. See if it, if, if, if it will budge. Yeah, well, like I said before, it's not locked. Oh, it's not so locked. So you open it very easily with your crowbar. <laughs> I tried to open it. You said it was locked. No, I said it wasn't locked, You so you can try and open it. Oh, okay. Okay, I, uh, then I just m misunderstood. Um, yeah, okay. So you, you try to check if the chest is locked. It is not locked, and then you open it. Okay, yeah, I will open it. Yeah, you find you found gold coins lying in it, worth of six hundred gold. Oh, and there's a letter inside. I will try and speed through the letter before that thing reaches me. It's it says, "No one will get my inheritance. I will take it to my grave." Signed, Pa. Pa. Oh, we'll see. Pa. Okay, I will try to... Okay, how far away is the uh, crawling thing? It's now standing underneath. Um, like, the, the hole in the wall is elevated from the, the floor, so it's right beneath you. And it can't, like, reach up to where you are. You can see its wave hands just waving at you as you are standing up there with the chest. Okay. Okay, so I can assume that when they, if if there are more of them, they will pile up against each other and eventually reach me. So I will try to quickly Eldritch Blast again uh, the wall with a crack. Roll the attack. Uh, we, 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 uh, 19. No, 20. You hit it? Uh, the first one is 9 damage. Nine damage. You break it barely open enough to fit your hand through it. 
I will try and use my second beam. That is a 23. As you are to shoot your second beam, you hear now that like a ceiling or a wall is crumbling. Oh damn. And now you hear a lot of sound. Oh. A creature is coming at you. Okay, 10 damage for the second one. Yeah, now it breaks open and the entire wall, which is two meters broad, opens and falls on the ground. The room that you now enter is the first room you were in when you came on the ground, with a sculpture in the middle holding this bowl which you have set on fire, which gave off the light, and you see coffins and the skeletons that you fought were lying on the ground still dead. So there's a way to the right, into the wall, another chamber, and there's a way to the left which leads upwards. Okay, I'll go to the left. Upwards. Upwards, yeah. Yeah. So as you um, run upwards, you hear that a lot of these creatures are now coming, crawling over the chest into the chamber where you were before, like a horde of zombies, skeletons, and ghouls coming at you. Yeah, okay. I will just sprint. So you're just pasting your way out. Okay. As you are running, like before, it's it's a long way upwards, tilting, and the earth is 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 mud, and then it comes wood, and then it comes stone, and you can see now there's a way out, there's a light at the end. But as well you can hear things coming behind you. I will, I'll just keep sprinting towards the light. Okay. And as you sprint, you again hear a whisper from where you put your book. And as that, can you make a constitution saving throw for me? Yeah. Yeah. Constitution. Yeah. Seven. Yeah, seven. And as you hear this, you feel this very incredible pull on your head. And you take uh, six necrotic damage, and you find yourself to be extremely exhausted. You take one level of exhaustion and you fall to the ground. And you feel that the walls around you are vibrating and starting to fall apart. Okay, can I make it to, to, uh, to the exit? You can try. I will try. Can you uh, make... Uh, okay, so you just you, you keep running, getting up, trying to run. Can you make for me a flat? Um, what would you want a good check for speed? Just dexterity. Yeah, I think so. Just make a, de- a, a flat dexterity check, but it's with disadvantage. Yeah. Ooh, six. Six. So you run, you run, you run, you run, you run, but as you almost come to the exit, you feel something grabbing you from behind, like this monster or creature. Do you have a reaction or something you can do? I'll just try to summon my uh, sword. I'll stretch my hand against the the zombie and I'll just summon my sword to see if it, to try and pierce it through the head or or something like that. Try roll an attack. 17. 17. Okay, so it, lo- it loses its grip on you and you're almost outside and you, you summon Umbra Libre, cutting off its head. So it loses its grip on you. <laughs> Umbra Mortis. Umbra Mortis. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Umbra Libre. 
Ultra Mortis, exactly. And it, it, it cuts the head of the beast holding you. Uh, and then the, the ground falls down upon both it and you. And it pushes you the last meter that you are on the outside. So now you are standing with your feet half on the ground and your other upper torso is outside. So you are stuck. Okay, so um, from from my from my waist down, I am under the rocks. You are no, not on the rock. You're on the ground. Like the earth has crushed itself upon. Okay, the I will just scream legs, for yeah. help. So as you scream for help, you hear something running at you, and you see a light, and you see that the gravekeeper that you met, met as you entered the room, to his knees right beside you, tries to pull you, pull you. Out of the ground. Come on, boy. You need to help push. Push, Sovan. Can you roll a strength check? <laughs> I... Okay. Uh, okay, I'll try. With the adrenaline pulsing through my body, even, my, even though my strength isn't very high, I get a 16. With disadvantage, you are exhausted. Oh, damn it. Okay, with disadvantage... Ah, four. Four, okay. As he, the old man, is trying to pull you out of the ground, you see from behind him is coming, a little more, come flying through the air, steps right behind him, strikes a blade through his body, lifting him him up. And as you see, you see this grey, Asimar-looking creature with black wings. He throws him to the ground, lifts his blade up, and cuts his torso into it. And you just hear him say, "Another cleric, dead." And he looks at you. Oh, what a great place to end an episode. The suspense is killing me. What is going to happen to Sovan? Is this the end of our young Asimar warrior, the new and last missionary? We just have to wait for next week to find that out, guys. Anyways, this is all we have for episode 17. Thank you for the day, nerds. Goodbye. Thanks for stopping by. If you want cool sound effects just like us, be sure to take our link that will take you to battlebards.com where we get all our cool content. Here's some of the taste of what you can get. Do you want Battlebards to help you make your game come so much more alive? Like you're actually captured in a real orc camp. These sound effects are brought to you by BattleBards.com. If you want sound effects like this, then go to our homepage at potbean.nordicdnd.com. Click on BattleBards.com and let them know Nordic D&D sent you.